You're listening to the Deep Gripping Reality Podcast. The show that gives you leadership lessons and insights from the cutting edge of digital marketing. Hosted by Stephen J. Edelman. It's about to get deep. gentlemen, welcome back to the Deep Gripping Reality Podcast. My name is Steve Edelman. I am your host. And uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about taking a leap of faith. Uh, A leap of faith is an interesting thing. So let me get more specific. There are leaps of faith where you have absolutely nothing uh, planned and you just do something for whatever reason. And then there's the ones that are strategic leaps of faith, the ones where you have faith in something. Now, I know that sounds weird. Bear with me. I know what I'm talking about here, folks. I am an expert um, in a lot of things. So here's here's what I'm getting at. Um, when I say faith, what do I mean by faith? I'm not necessarily talking about faith in a higher power. Although I have nothing. I mean, I am I am personally a, a man of God. I, I have my faith, um, but that's not what I'm talking about here. And so what I'm what I do say that what I mean is that. Um, you know, you jump having faith in this higher power that God will provide. Well, the Bible says faith without works is dead. Now, I don't talk a lot about religion or politics on this show, so I'm just going to leave that where it is. I'm talking about a different kind of faith. It's faith in yourself. It's faith in your abilities. It's the ability to say, for example, imposter syndrome, I know you're not there. You're not real. The reason imposter syndrome even exists is because you're scared, you uh, are worried about the judgment of others, Um, but there comes a point in life where you just have to jump. You have to do what you have to do knowing that you have the ability to make things happen. You have to have complete faith that everything that you want in life can be yours if you just put yourself out there. I mean, the most dangerous thing in the world is people become too stagnant. They don't... um, they, they don't believe they can better themselves. They don't believe that things can get better. So they just don't try. They, they just, you know, wait. They do nothing. Um, they just accept that that's where they are. And that's not okay. So I'm going to, I got to tell you a story. So um, my dad died in 2015. And that was really, really hard for me. Um, my family kind of knew it was coming for a while. He had COPD and hepatitis C and he was just not doing well, um, before they had a cure. And, um, I didn't really see it coming. And so when he passed, it was really, really hard on me. And I kind of reassessed my life and my wife and I went on a drive and she said, you know, at that time I was doing business development for a, uh, an inbound call center. Um, so it's called BPO business process outsourcing. That's not the company name, but that's what they, that's what it is. That's the industry. And what was crazy about it was that um, my wife and I were driving and she said, you know, aren't you sick of living paycheck to paycheck? And I said, yeah. And she's like, where do you want to be in five years? And I said, I don't want to be living paycheck to paycheck. I want more. And she's like, well, if we don't want to live paycheck to paycheck and we want more and we're sick of being passed over, um, because to be more specific, I would go into interviews and I'm a school, I was a school of life guy, right? I'd spent, you know, whatever, 15, 18, 20 years in leadership and management positions and I'd have all the experience in the world and then somebody with less experience would get hired for jobs I'd apply for because they had a bachelor's degree and I didn't. So 
Um, we took a leap of faith. I, I quit my job and my wife, uh, who was already working full time, explained that she would need more hours and she negotiated a little bit higher pay. And we ended up doing a situation, it became a situation where I was a full time student. And so in my mind, even though I, I was a non-traditional student, I was in my mid thirties and I hadn't been to school since 1999. That's when I graduated high school. And so I was, I was really scared. I didn't know if I'd be a good student. I was like a C average student when I graduated high school because I didn't care. I had undiagnosed ADD and I wasn't focused and it was just, it was hard. So what was, what happened was I went back to school. I knew I wanted to get into marketing. Um, I, I had just started to understand that it wasn't the sales itself that I liked. It was the idea of helping people and helping businesses connect to people that didn't know about them. And so that whole process was, was what enticed me about marketing. And I like the human psychology side of it and, and the storytelling. And so, you know, the real villain of my story was myself. I had, I was afraid that I wasn't going to be able to do the things I wanted to do. So to make a long, long story short, I went back to school. Uh, turns out I was, I was really good at it. Um, I got my associate's degree, graduated with honors. I was awarded a, um, exceptional student in marketing award. The first and only time it was ever awarded. Uh, it was literally created for me. Um, and so then I, I, I knew I was going to go on for the bachelor's, so I went to Iowa State. I got my bachelor's degree, and I did really well with that. I think I left, I left uh, MCC my, my, uh, with my associates with like a 3.88 GPA, so I did really, really well. And it was because my focus was different. I took that leap of faith, knowing that I had not been a good student last time I was in school, being terrified. I literally had to teach my... So in calculus, I, it was required... It was was calculus, right? I had to teach myself algebra while learning calculus because I didn't take, I took a pre-algebra class in high school because it was required and I thought I'd never use it. And so I was, while everybody else was fresh out of high school and knew the algebra stuff and the calculus was easy for them, I was staying up until two or three in the morning still trying to learn the basic fundamentals. And I ended up getting an A in calculus. Um, do I remember a lot of that stuff? Not really, but I, you know, I got through it and I, and, and so I took that leap of faith. I challenged myself and I was ready for that change. And you know, it's funny when I graduated with my bachelor's degree, um, people who wouldn't have talked to me before did that piece of paper, you know, I'm still a school of life guy. So if you're an entrepreneur and you're out there hustling every day and you've been poor and you grew up poor and you don't want that for your kids. And so you're out there working your butt off to make a dime and to make money for yourself, God bless you. I have nothing but faith in you. I think you guys, you're, you're fantastic and you are destined for greatness. And if you've got that hunger and that drive, you're gonna be a, you're gonna be a powerhouse. You're gonna be a force to be reckoned with. That being said, if you wanna work in the corporate world and you wanna work for somebody else and you want that job stability, some people's lives just aren't built for entrepreneurship. I get that. So if you need that stability and you need that insurance and all that stuff, then you have to have that piece of paper a lot of times. It doesn't matter how much real world experience you have, especially if you're a non-traditional student like I was. You know, I, I the only thing I regret about my path professionally is I wish I would have discovered my love of marketing 20 years ago. I really do. I wish I would have learned my, discovered my love of marketing 20 years ago because it would have saved me so much time. I've sold everything from, uh, the only thing I haven't sold is insurance, houses, and cars. I've sold just about everything else. I went door to door slinging cable. I, uh, I was a telemarketer and I was really good at that. You know, um, there's, I've, I've sold a lot of stuff. So I've become a really good sales guy. But the flip side of that is 
what I didn't realize is it was the marketing that I enjoyed. It was the connecting people with products and services that help them, that make their lives better, right? So that is the part of my story. That's 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 where I became. So I, I spent the last two years in an agency uh, working for a great, I mean, the company, the, the clients, the talent, it, it was, it, it, it's, it's been fantastic. The clients have been so awesome. Um, I've worked for Fortune 500 companies. I've worked for, um, I've worked for nonprofits and it's just, it's been great. It's been a fun experience. I've been helping form digital strategies. I went from being the guy that nobody would talk to because I didn't have a piece of paper to a guy who's helping CEOs, CMOs, um, marketing managers form and shape their digital marketing strategy. And so they're coming to me asking questions about my expertise. And, and to be clear, I'm giving you the short version of that, of my professional story, because what you don't know and what, what a lot of my clients didn't know and what most people who meet me don't know is that the reason I'm really good at digital marketing is because when everybody else wakes up and they turn on the TV and they catch local news or, you know, whatever, in the mornings, I'm listening to Neil Patel. I'm listening to Gary Vee. I'm, I'm, I'm finding out the latest marketing trends I'm going to um, uh, 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 social media marketing today. I'm finding out what the latest trends are, what the latest biggest things are, because I want to know that if a client comes to me and asks me for a solution or what they should do with a certain digital asset, that I'm not only gonna be able to answer them, but I'm gonna be able to give them some guidance. Now, I don't know everything. I'm not a complete jack of all trades, and I am humble enough to know what I don't know. So when that happens, when I'm in a situation where I don't know the answer, I have no problem saying, that's a great question. I can't wait to look into it. I can't. So I guess the moral of the story, and then I get them the answer, you know, you got to follow up. But the moral of the story here, folks, is that you have to take a leap of faith sometimes. And that's not always easy. But you have to be willing to take that leap of faith, to jump with both feet and, and get your feet wet. And you have to be able to try new things. You have to be willing to push yourself because as Yogi Berra once said, if you don't believe in yourself, who will? I'm sure that was a version of his quote, but that's my point. You have to believe in yourself. The stairway to success, this is a Steveism, and you can quote me. The stairway to success is not an escalator. If you don't know what that means, it means there are no free rides. You have to climb every single step of the way and you have to be willing to trip and fall sometimes. And if that happens, you learn from it, you pick yourself up and you keep going. That's all there is to it. So don't be afraid to start over. Don't be afraid to, to fail. Most people are so afraid of failing. What they don't realize, and this is a John Taffer quote, John Taffer says that there's as much to learn in failure as there is in success. And that's true. I would argue that there's actually more to learn in failure. Because when you make mistakes and when you fail, you learn from it so you don't do that again. When you're successful and you know it works, you can reapply that. But then if you get too comfortable in that, in that success, then you're not growing, you're not developing. So this is my last and final thought on change, okay? And on, and on growing and on embracing the unknown. So everybody's familiar with how a caterpillar becomes a butterfly, right? Cat, caterpillar? Caterpillar. Anyway, you know the little furry guys, right, that eat leaves. Everybody knows that they become a butterfly. And what they do is they go into a cocoon and then they come out with, a butter, with, with wings and they're beautiful. What a lot of people don't realize I, I don't know if I, nobody's really stopped to think about this. Most people, they don't just, they, they think, they think that maybe while he's in there, he's growing wings and he's unconscious and his, you know, his, a couple of his legs fall off, whatever it is, right? That's not what happens. When a caterpillar goes into a cocoon to become a butterfly, he literally down to the atomic level dies. 
he becomes something completely new. He becomes a, like a primordial goo, if you will. And then out of that grows the butterfly. So it has to change on not only a fundamental level or growing new pieces to it, it literally has to change at an atomic level to become the next phase of its life. You have to be willing to embrace change. You have to be willing to jump with both feet. And sometimes the only way you can see how far you'll fly is if you don't have a net. So what I'm getting at here, folks, is don't be afraid to embrace change. Don't be afraid to go the route that no one else will. It's like, I don't, I can't, I, you know, I've been giving a lot of quotes. I don't know who said this one. And if you do, please make sure you leave it in the comments, but, or, or message me or whatever you want to do. But there's always extra space along the extra mile, or, or it's always empty. The road is always empty. There's no traffic jams on the extra mile, something along those lines. It's, it's true. You know, those who go the extra mile, those who step outside their comfort zone and really push themselves are the ones who find the most success. Um, and, and they're the ones who go farther and, and, you know, they're not going to see a hustle. People aren't going to see how you got to where you are. They're not going to see that you stay up. You know, in my case, here's another fun background story. I've told this before, but I'll tell it again. You know, while I was working on my bachelor's degree, um, my house was hit by an, an EF3 tornado and it, it damaged it really bad. It did a total of, I think $180,000 worth of damage. Fortunately, had good insurance, but we didn't know if it was secure in that house. We didn't know if, if it was foundationally and structurally solid, so we had to stay in a hotel. And while I was in that hotel, at like, you know, one, two in the morning, I'm studying for midterms in the lobby using their Wi-Fi, um, only to wake up the next morning and go take the midterm and pass, and pass decently. Now, the other students, and driving to ISU and back every day, which is 45 miles from where I live. So my other students, the other people, like my cohort, if you will, they did not know that that's what I was going through. They didn't know that that's what was happening. Because when things aren't happening to you, you don't consider it. You don't think about it. And you don't need to. But my point is, if you want more from your life, you have to be willing to do more. You know, people are going to, you know, if you have expertise in something, it's because you've spent the time to develop that. It's, it's like the picture of the, the plate juggler who goes out and on stage and he's spinning plates on sticks and he's juggling them and he's not breaking a single one. What people don't see is backstage all the dropped plates you got while you're practicing, you know, all the shattered plates. So the point is, put forth the effort. It doesn't matter who sees it. People are going to see the end result and you are amazing. You can do amazing things. Be willing to take that leap of faith. Be willing to jump without the net. Be willing to embrace change because that's the only way that you're going to get what you really and truly want, and frankly, what you probably believe you deserve out of life. So thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, you can tune into the Deep Gripping Reality podcast every Tuesday uh, at it's midnight, so every, every Tuesday morning. Um, you can tune into the Deep Gripping Reality podcast um, on uh, anywhere where you get podcasts. I'm on Apple, I'm on uh, Spotify and all that. And um, because I can't have a show without doing something cool and telling you a little insider, I wanted to let you know that uh, Spotify's, this is a really good tip. So for those of you who stuck around to the end, I, I, I appreciate it. I probably should have teased it at the beginning. So maybe in my intro of the podcast of this, I will. But um, 
Spotify has introduced uh, what used to be called Locker Room. Now it's called The Green Room. It's their version of Clubhouse. It looks exactly like Clubhouse and acts exactly like Clubhouse, except it has a different color scheme. It's black and green. Uh, but what's really cool about it is that you can, instead of with Clubhouse, like the number one rule is that you are not allowed to record anything, right, without getting permission, and it's you just can't. You'll get kicked out. With Green Room, anybody can use it as long as you have a Spotify account. And because Spotify owns Anchor, if you have a podcast, you can download the MP3 of your room, of your Green Room, and uh, use that as a podcast segment directly from there. So this may be a new way to have uh, all kinds of great content um, with very little effort. Uh, so there's your free tip for the day. I hope you like it. Um, and also, uh, Facebook has introduced that Rooms is now... It's still being beta tested in the States, but a lot of us already have access. I was one of the early people with access to that. So if you see a little room next time you go to post on Facebook, click on it, start a room, see what happens. Trust me, this summer is going to be huge for audio and video on Facebook, especially if you're a business. So thank you very much for tuning in, folks. I hope this was valuable to you. I enjoy sharing these stories with you. Um, feel free to reach out on um, at TDGR Podcast on any of the social platforms. Until next time. Dig deep, my friends. Check out the Deep Gripping Reality Podcast, your place for digital marketing tips, tricks, hacks, personal sales strategies, and more, all on major platforms.